Has to be Metallica for the first game of the NRL season. Good morning, everyone. Thursday, March 2. Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio. Don't listen to the weather bloke. Doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, but we've got Parramatta and Melbourne to kick off the season tonight. They're at Combank Stadium. Bring it on and the cricket. What a day. Oh, dear. 14 wickets will break it all down. Pup. Morning to you, Morning, mate. boys. Morning to our listeners. Aussies on top. Aussies Let's celebrate the positives. On top for now. Uh, very good day for Australia, but extremely inconsistent. What is this pitch that we're playing on? Oh, it's crap. Yeah, not, it's an, not good enough. absolute rubbish. No, I agree. And, and again, I know we've seen test matches where lots of wickets have been lost because it's a green seamer or whatever on the first day. But for me, it's the puff of dust, dust that he's getting picked up when that ball's pitched up from either the quicks or the spinners, uh, which shows this wicket's only going to get worse. It's like a day... I reckon it's a day three pitch on day one in India. In India. It's spinning big. Uh, India's shot selection wasn't great. Aussies bowled very well. Uh, our reviews were horrible in the first over. I was about to throw the remote through the TV. I'm happy I didn't. Especially the first one, Rohit Sharma, that outside edge... It couldn't hit anything else. Got him. The second one a little bit different because you're unsure. It does it. It does it clip the bat? Does it clip the pad? Is it going over the top of the stump? So that review I can understand. But very first ball, Mitch Stark, absolute beauty. We should have had our, we should have had Indian captain. But geez, we fought back well. Um, and then the partnership, Kawaja and Labashane. Again, Labashane out for zero, no ball, front foot. From Jadeja, third time in the series that's happened. Unacceptable by him. No spinner should ever be bowling a no ball front foot, and it's cost him three wickets. Um, and then that partnership, absolutely brilliant uh, on a extremely tough wicket. So I think the boys deserve a lot of credit for the way they've fought so far. Um, again, a lot less sweep shots. Certainly no reverse sweeps against the spin at this stage. Um, yeah, but I think you know eighty more. 80 more runs will put us in a winning winning position, in my opinion. Four for 156 at Stumps, the Aussies, after rolling India for 109. So our lead is 47 on the first dig with six wickets in hand. Batting last is going to be hard, let me say. So even chasing 100... I don't think, I don't think you want to be chasing any more than 80 runs in the second innings. No way. Yeah. No way. We yeah. want to beat them by an innings. Yeah. Let's get to 250 and roll them again. Yeah. Uh, Loz, a morning to you, mate. Christmas Day... Round one of the footy, Parramatta up against Melbourne. Bring it on. How are you, mate? Uh, very well. Nice haircut, you. by the way. Yeah, no, I've got the TV cut. game, TV obviously. game, boys, yeah. No, I yeah. had to go in yesterday and get it all done. Um, yeah, really looking forward to tonight's game. Um, bit of a hard one to pick a winner first up, I reckon. Very Parramatta tough. And the Storm. Uh, we know the Storm have got this wonderful record under Craig Bellamy in round one games. And then, of course, you've got Parramatta, last year's grand finalists, were well beaten in that game, but had a terrific season, uh, missing a lot of key players, uh, in particular the back row. And then you look at Melbourne Storm with all that experience in the forwards, missing a couple of key outside backs, one in particular, Ryan Pappenhausen. But, um, yeah, it's a long season. Uh, it'll come down to you know, getting through the season without suffering too many injuries, getting enough wins on the board to get yourself a position in the top eight. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if you finish outside the top four. You can win the competition if you're fit and healthy this year. There doesn't look to be a standout like there was last year with Penrith or in the last couple of years, say, with Penrith and Melbourne. Um, so, yeah, a good competition. 
Um, if you fancy your team's chances um, in the opening round, I couldn't talk you out of it because I think there'll be some upsets. Uh, very rarely does everything go to plan in the opening week of the competition. So, um, yeah, just really excited about tonight and best of luck to all the teams involved. Parramatta, I guess the debate will be, is that premiership window still open? They've still got Gutherson. They've still got Moses, Dylan Brown. The changes at Hooker, obviously, no Reed Marnie. Josh Hodgson, uh, who we haven't seen play in NRL, it feels like an age after, of course, he did his ACL uh, leading into last season, wasn't it? So, Well, their be- depth's about to be tested, you know, and it gets tested in round one. Their back row is different to last season. Josh Hodgson's coming off. I think it's his third knee reconstruction. He's 34 years of age. Reed Marnie was such a key and influential figure for this team last year. There's still doubt surrounding the long-term future of Mitchell Moses. Um, so I think if you're a Parramatta supporter, you want that sorted out as quickly as you possibly can. Um, because the longer it goes, the more doubt it starts to put in your back of your mind and the more it started to talk about or mentioned every week and that could become a distraction. Um, so, yeah, I, look, Brad Arthur, I think, you know, he had to take that team to a grand final last year. Otherwise, the drums were beating for him. Uh, it's still a strong side. Uh, they'll be more than competitive. But, I, again, when I did, did my top eight yesterday, I could have put three or four sides in. I wanted to make a change from the top eight from last year because history suggests that very rarely do you have the same semi-finalists. Uh, and the Eels for mine were the team that I left out. Um, I could you know, have egg on my face at the end of the season, but they're the ones that I think might go backwards. Mm. Uh, the market with tab for the game tonight has uh, still Parramatta slight outsiders. So uh, two dollars five they were as when I looked last night, and yes, they are uh, still two dollars five. Melbourne at dollar seventy seven, and the line is one and a half there. Uh, Storm the minus with tab, but. Uh, Parra have been firming in the last seven to ten days with the, the Storm having their own personnel issues for that. By the way, you're on the uh, coffee shots early. You're not a David Warner going into a series slash season exhausted, are you, Loz? No, no, no. No, it's not a coffee, mate. Oh, it's water. No. What is it? It's a cup of tea. Oh, okay, right. Black <laughs> Just tea. a little cup of tea. Just a black tea. Well, pup, mentioning off the top, but India won the toss. Was seven for 84 at lunch. Seven for 84. What's the best nickname we can come up for this pitch? The King Cobra? The Spitting Cobra? The Viper? Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two because it was going through the surface in the first, what, 20 minutes not, of the test match. Not good. Well, you look at the – I think uh, Rohit Sharma was out twice in the first over and I think the shot he gets off the mark with – he hits it behind square leg for four. That ball off Mitchell Stark, there's just a puff of dust <laughs> in the first over of a test match. That's – you don't want to see that, particularly when both teams have got three spinners each. Um, yeah, India could have been bowled out for, for seven, did you, did really. You, did you think – I know that the wicket played a massive part, but did you think they applied themselves? Nah, no, nah, it looked like nah, they nah, were very thought, cash. Yeah, they, well, they won the toss, firstly. Yeah. So they're thinking, here we go, mate. Aussies are nowhere. We'll go make 400 yeah. and bowl them out for 100 and 100, 110 and Yeah, that's 80. the feeling I got yeah, watching definitely. them bat. That yeah. We're in control now. Yeah, they didn't, have, they didn't have the same discipline at the start of their innings that they've had in the, 
uh, in the first two test matches. But, yeah, you can understand why. But, yeah, now they're under the pump. If Australia can make another 100 runs, they are they are under the pump in here on this pitch because, again, the Australian spinners are getting enough variation off the surface. Some balls spinning and bouncing. That's the other thing, the other difference about this pitch. The first two wickets haven't bounced like this. So some balls are staying low. You saw a couple of guys get bowled. Um, India's number three. What's his? Pajara gets bowled. Nathan Lyon spins back, stays low. What about the um, first day wicket doing that? Yeah, dangerous. And, and because you got inconsistent. You got shooting along the ground and then some taking off. Alex Carey's keeping was unbelievable yesterday. He did a brilliant job. Mm. Really good hands because, again, the hardest thing, you've got to stay low for if it, if it rolls along the ground, but then that extra bounce to be able to give with the ball, I thought he was fantastic. Uh, I thought our spinners bowled beautifully. And, yeah, India's shot selection was um, it was a bit Harvey Norman. It was a bit, yeah, we'll, we'll make 400, don't worry about it. Yeah, so, that, that's the feeling I got yeah, watching it. Yeah. And, um, like, Kuhneman, he bowled, bowled beautifully. extremely bowled well. Bowled beautifully, yeah. He, he pitched the ball in the right area. He's pitching sort of that middle, middle and leg stump. So the right-hander had to play. If it skids through, natural variation, brings in LBW and bowled. If it spins, like there's a couple of balls there that you can't do much. You nick it to slip. You can't do much about it. But there was a few others that cut shot, chop on, come down the wicket, big slog, stumped. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's a few, I think, just lazy take-for-granted shots from I, India. I know it's only early in both spinners' careers, Kuhneman and Todd Murphy, but from what you see, who do you think is sort of the well, second? I, I think we've got to be careful. I, I think there's a massive gap between what we are seeing here in these conditions and bowling everywhere else around the world. You know, I, I, again, bowling spin in India, mate, I got six for nine. So, <laughs> and honest, and I'm not being, I'm being honest, mm. if I can get six wickets... Mate, my dad could have got six wickets. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, Eliza, we've got yeah. to be very, I promise you, bowling spin over there is so much easier than bowling spin all around yeah. the world. Remember, you play on wickets generally where you've got to get guys out in the air. You've got to put shape on the ball. You've got to get the ball to drift. You've got to get the ball to bounce. And obviously, yeah. you want it to spin. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk too soon with these two spinners. They have bowled. Yep. Taking Nathan Lyon, his record's phenomenal. The other two guys have bowled exceptionally well so far in this series, but very different bowling in Australia. Apologies. We've got some issues with uh, audio streaming this morning uh, and on the Tab app and uh, other apps, I think, as well. But on the Tab app, audio streaming is down. We apologise. Our technical team is... Onto it, trying to sort this out. But uh, audio streaming down for the moment. We'll that's take a, a quick bad drink, break. You know, I'm not sure what I've put in that, but oh, that's not nice at it's all. Like a pre-workout. I don't know what it is. I should have went with your tea. Or I reckon. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't even know where I found that, but it was in the fridge. Bad choice by me at about four a.m. Did you say we're going for a break? Yep. Mm. Lots of footy front and back pages of the papers ahead of the first game of the season tonight. Come and get it. Uh, back page of the Daily Telegraph. Just, okay, when we go through the market to win the Premiership, how many teams do you think can actually win the grand final? So Penrith, we say yes. yes. Roosters. Yep. Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Souths. Yep. Cowboys. Yep. Cronulla. Yes. Parramatta. Oh, I can't put Parramatta no. to win a comp. If they couldn't win it last year, I don't think they'll be winning it this year. Okay, so therefore we're saying Brisbane, Manly, Dogs, Canberra, none of them can win it? Mm, Brisbane, no. Manly, Dogs, Canberra, Canberra can actually win. Can you envisage them lifting the premiership? 
No. So we've got six teams. Six out of this 17, we're saying a genuine... It's one of the six to win the grand final. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and and right. if I'm going to be harsh on Melbourne, po- I, I possibly don't think so because of the it's experience. Hard, it's hard to see, isn't it? Mm. So that, yet, that for me is five. And yet there they are on the third line of betting at $8. So we're saying... I think the Roosters are out to six bucks too. They've been steady at five fifty out half for a, a long period of time. Gee, I think Penrith are unders too at $4. I'm not saying they can't win it. I just, I'd be wanting $6 plus if I'm backing the Panthers to win it this year. Well, they're not, just not as strong as what they were the last couple of years. Having said that, though, they have been dominant. So this just brings them back to the field mm. to touch. Um, oh, look, it's, it, it's going to be survival of the fittest. You know, I think the Sharks are a very good team. Um, Cowboys, if they improve like they did last year, they'll be they'll be hard to beat. And south of the Smoky, because I think they attack as well as anyone. I just got my concerns about their defence. But like a number of teams have shown, when they've won the competition, you just got to get it right for a month. Mm. <laughs> you know, you, you can be not great defensively, but come finals time, get it right. Go on and win it. So I, I think generally five or six teams, in my opinion. It is getting that momentum post-origin period, isn't it? And getting your players healthy. Oh, you don't want too many That's... injuries to go to your key players. If you can get I mean, if anything origin... happened to Latrell Mitchell, oh. I know they made a grand final a couple of years ago, but I, I don't think they could, they could win it. Um, Sharks have got a team that they don't sort of rely on sort of one or two key players. Mm. They're a very, very good unit that work hard for each other. Um, they, they understand the system so well, and um, I think there's a lot of improvement left in them with those young guys. Same with the Cowboys. Um, the Roosters, on paper, look good. You'd feel a lot more comfortable if they had Angus Crichton back in the team. Uh, so depending on how long he's out for. But I just can't get away from Tedesco, Swali'i, Manu. Um, Sam Walker now is in, what, third or fourth year? Mm. So he's about to play his best football. Uh, Keary, if he survives the season. You know, they've got creativity, they've got strike, they've got a, a wonderful hard forward pack. Uh, they look as though they've got plenty of depth. In the City Morning Herald, Andrew Johns' column is back under the headline, System is Broken. And NRL has to put thinking cap. So he's just basically saying the salary cap isn't working anymore. Uh, is in Joey's article today, and uh, he ponders whether you know we need to consider a draft again or a dispensation for clubs who develop the juniors. And uh, is the salary cap working? I mean, well, it's hard at the moment, Mido. It's to hard see for those bottom teams. Well, it is because you're scrambling, and when you're down the bottom, it's hard to attract players. And sometimes you attract players by paying overs. And if you pay overs to players. Uh, that can go horribly wrong and get you further into a hole. Um, so you've still got to be strategic about it and you've got to make sure that you've got good juniors coming through. Um, but you've got to have the quality. And if you haven't got the quality, you can just take your time. But if you're paying overs, you get your salary cap out of whack and you've got guys that you're paying a lot money, a lot of money for that aren't delivering, it just, it, it just takes so much time to get yourself back on track. 
Well, we know that not much has gone right for the Dragons in the off-season and also in the Herald today. Legal twist could result in Amone making shock return for Dragons. So, of course, Junior Amone stood down under the no-fault stand-down policy after he was charged with reckless, grievous bodily harm, uh, destroying property and intimidation. Uh, but uh, this article saying that, uh, as it was mentioned in a court in Wollongong yesterday, uh, that uh, he's going to be prosecuted in the local court. Now, the charge carries a sentence of up to 14 years if it's dealt with in the district court. But now that it's going to the local court, the maximum uh, sentence possible, should he be found guilty, of course, and he's fighting these charges, would be five years. So, And it's 11 years under the no-fault stand-down policy. The, 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 the charge, sorry, must uh, be... Uh, could be, mm. It's a charge that could carry a sentence of 11-plus years. So now that he's being dealt with in a court of well, a sentence potentially up to five years, should he be stood down? This is another one for the NRL to ponder after, of course. Well, it's a bit of a loophole, isn't it? Mm. I mean, you've got your charges there, but under the agreement, and I'm sure the Players Association uh, will be uh, working hard with the NRL uh, on behalf of Amone to make sure that he plays. If, if that's the rule, it's got to be a charge that can send you to jail for a period of 11 or more years, and yet he's now facing a, a charge that's only going to carry a jail sentence of five years, and technically, yes, he'd be allowed to play. Back page of the Australian, not good enough. War slams state of indoor pitch, and uh, Mark War on the Fox Cricket coverage last night, uh, he certainly didn't miss it. Uh, this pitch in indoor basically just set us a disgrace, as we all did. Uh, considering you know the ball's going through the top of the pitch within the first 20 minutes of the test match. The pitch is not up to standard, uh, said Mark Waugh there last night. And Tyler from Gregory Hills on the text line has pondered, do you reckon the ICC will have the guts to give this pitch a poor rating? Uh, he asked the question, Tyler. Uh, if they don't, then yeah, I not- think we'll all be just... It's not what you want to say on day one. The only thing is, I think a lot of the time when these pitches get reviewed, generally if it's dangerous, so if it's a green seamer, they seem to be harder on those. When it's spinning, they think, well, no one's a chance of getting injured. Um, what happens if Australia gets 300 back? Yeah, then it's, it's exactly what, what like the first then? test. Remember, that's exactly what everyone was saying in the yeah. first test. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, yeah I, I think at the end like of the... Like, it doesn't look a great pitch. I well, think we all get that. Yeah. But but if, if they apply themselves to Australia and they get 300... Oh, one more well, partnership, yeah. You just... You're going to look at it and go, well, India, they just gave their wicket yeah. away at times. Yeah. You've got to give credit to the Aussie batsmen. They, they Matt, dealt with the fire there yesterday. There was some, and we had some was, luck, don't get me wrong. But so you've what? Got to You're allowed to have a pitch yeah. like that, yeah. yeah. Labashain and um, Uzi were absolutely brilliant. Put on 96 for the second week. And, but most, how many balls did they face? What was that partnership? Yeah. I'll Would have been 200 deliveries. Uh, 1.4 overs the first week at 34.3 the second week. So, so they batted for 32 overs. That's the difference. That's mm. the difference between where we sit in this test match and the last two test matches. Yeah. They just found a way to get through those, you know, those tough periods, your first 20 balls, uh, the partnership of 100 balls. Like they, they batted for long periods of time. They were very smart. They backed their defense. They played with the spin. Um, the advantage of right-left hand as well, that combination, mm. so the bowler doesn't get to bowl six balls against just the right-hander. Um, well, here's a question uh, for you. They were great. They're partnership, partnership batting. That's uh, what that's uh, called. After India were bowled out, 
hand on heart, did you think Australia would be four four one five six? No way. I actually texted no. a mate and said, this is going to be interesting. I, like, we could be rolled for 70. Yeah, <laughs> see, I, th- I thought 50-run lead we'd get. I thought we'd be bowled out for about a 40 to 50-run lead. Yeah. So but I, we've I done do, better than that. But We're in a position yeah. now for 150, 130-run yeah. lead. For me, I was sitting there, sitting there going, well, if they've got roll for that, we won't make 100. That's oh, the way I was thinking. Yeah, I was with you, Loz. Yeah. I was nervous. Yeah, no, I think so, I think, so I think you, for what you we've said done, it spot on this morning. I think you could see clearly that India just thought they'd show up and everything could continue to fall into place, mm. especially after they won the toss. Mm. They would have been look, licking their lips going, mate, you don't want to be batting last on this pitch. We yeah. bat first. We make 300-plus game over. We only bat once. So, uh, yeah, I think they're – you could, you could tell – yes, the wicket was spinning big from ball one. Yes, it was taking a puff of dust, but I think India's shot selection as well, they'll be disappointed. Like, there's probably two dismissals that are, un- that are genuine unplayable balls. Like you tried to block it, you nicked it to slip. Yeah. There's not, not much you could do. But the rest, I think, I think India will be disappointed with their approach, put it that way. I, put it this way, I reckon India will make more runs in their second innings yeah. than their first, and the pitch will be much worse.